0: The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. We're also brought to you by Bird Dogs Shorts, the world's greatest shorts are hooking you up with a free Yeti-style tumbler. When you order over at birddogs.com slash pool, that's birddogs.com slash pool uh, hello everybody um and welcome to the MLB gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network my name is Malcolm Bamford coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England today is oh drum roll June the 15th Thursday. Definitely Thursday, June the fifteenth, and we are here with a full card of MLB action for Friday, June the sixteenth. Um, it was a three-man goal. We've had to call an audible because Scotty Two Hotteride Shell um, is be he's currently on the NFL pod. <laughs> he's he's been double booked, and the NFL pod is overrun. So maybe Scott will jump in live um, in a little while. But if not,
1: uh, we've got Dylan Rockford here. And what's not to like about that? Hello, Dylan. How are you? Hey, what's going on, uh, Malcolm? Doing well. Uh, had a really good day today. 6-0 and on the day so far. I've just been cashing all day left and right. So started the day well. Uh, go Birds. Uh, Adley, he hit a home run plus 600. Oh, you to- did? I saw that. I was in the bath when I saw that. I had a little splash around for you, man. That was good. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah, I took his total bases. I took the Tyler Wells. Tyler Wells has looked fantastic this season. Keeping the ball in the ballpark. Uh, getting a lot of ground balls. He finished with eight Ks. The four and a half Ks was kind of disrespectful, so took that. And I also took Austin Hayes to hit home run plus five twenty five. So I'm on fire right now. Wow!
0: Did he hit one? Yeah, in the ninth inning. Oh shit! I didn't see that. I um after just done the Premier League show. Um yeah, Austin Hayes is in my uh, TG FBI fantasy teams. I was delighted with that. Um oh good, happy, happy. Yeah, Tyler Wells was good. He um he was quick. He does everything quick. And he doesn't waste yeah. any time, and then the first inning was a perfect inning. Nine pitches gone, um, literally like forty-five seconds. Um, the I think Kikuchi was a little bit unlucky early on. He got um, he got two strike calls that the ump didn't give him one right at the top of the zone, right right at the bottom of the zone, and then as the baseball gods have it, I think it was was it Gunnar Henderson maybe. Who slapped on yeah. the other way and the run scored when the inning should have been over. Um, but what got me about that was I was it was more to do with Toronto uh, than Baltimore. And I said at the start of the season that last year it was the fundamentals that they kept getting wrong. And that's why they were such a bad team. And then tonight you watched them, and that was a close game. They were in it, they were a little bit unfortunate. Then Matt Chapman made two mistakes, transferring yeah. the ball from his glove to his two-in-hand. Then that ball gets past Vladdy at first base, and that's the go ahead run, the three two run. Mm-hmm. Um, I then dragged up Toronto's um, fielding stats, their defensive stats, and they're not actually bad. Like they're kind of in the middle of the pack. So I think it's it runs a bit deeper than the actual numbers. Like it, it, it's it's mm-hmm. base running errors. It's just it's it's mental mistakes. It's concentration. Um, and I think that's going to be the difference between them being. Uh, a good playoff team and them just being the or oh, they should be a little bit better, which is what we've thought probably for two and a half years now. And it really needs addressing like so yeah, a bit of a weird one. Uh Case wins the uh, first in the chat prize tonight. He sits I like with that, the crown. now TBDBJ can't catch a break. He uh he was the undisputed champion last week, and now he's on a big he was second in again tonight. He's got a case of second this Randy's here as well. Dylan, uh Dylan O'Donnell, good evening to you. Um, so yeah, loads of stuff going on. Uh been some days ball today. Um oh yeah, just uh, touched on the Our on Lock the, is looking on... good. Our lock is looking good. It's is it was it over nine and a half or over nine? Over nine.
1: It's nine right now Okay. the fifth.
0: So we're on a push. Oh, well, we can't lose, in fact, you bozo. Yeah, we can, sorry. Um, yeah, we're, we're on a push at the moment. I just called you a bozo there. That was a bit stronger. No. Completely out of the... <laughs> I apologise <laughs> yeah. for that. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, can't go back, can you? Um, so, yeah, that's already on nine. Um, 16 hits in that game through five. And But my locks, my dog's going down Oakland. Uh, I've got two base runners. They are 3 nothing down in the bottom of the fifth, but they do have dug two. Ducks on the pond. Uh, somebody's mentally soft, according to Randy. I don't know if that's me, you, or the Toronto Blue Jays, Dylan, but he's having to go with somebody. Ah, man. Right, okay. I need to get off that page, and I need to get on this page because we've got Friday night's games to go to. Uh, so, obviously, we'll uh, we'll cover Scott's games um, as, as well as we can. Um, I'll tell you first, um, Edge Boost. Get involved, man. Edge Boost. Uh, the world's first bet-now-pay-later visa card, ideal for things like getting on a future that you like, doubling down on your favourite picks, even, say uh, it say, quietly hedging out of something. Um, you can uh, double your bankroll uh, by using Edge with a daily, weekly, monthly limit as well. Uh, so there's nothing sleazy or loan-sharp about it. Um, they'll give you up to $2,500 um, in extra funds to use Support SCPN Grow Your Bankroll by going to sportsgamblingpodcast.com forward slash edge to sign up at sportsgamblingpodcast.com forward slash edge. I've worked out there, if I say forward slash, it's an easier to say edge. If you say slash edge, you end up saying sledge or something along those lines. The slash and the edge don't go well together. Um, but yeah, put a forward in there, Dylan linguistics 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 at its best um okay friday night we will go to um oh randy's telling us he's canadian and therefore i think he's having a pop at the toronto blue jays uh and not mm-hmm. me or you uh 220 eastern first pitch we got four games off the board here which is weird. there's been some right shenanigans i handicapped everything this afternoon uh, i checked it a little while ago but then like i say i've been doing the premier league show um I came out the Premier League show about 15 minutes before we started this. About seven pitching changes. There's four games without lines. The lines that I'd seen had gone. Lines that I hadn't seen have arrived. Um, So, yeah, it's really caught me me on my toes here. This is a game that's off the board, even though I see both pitches and have seen them all day, although it is in Wrigley Field, uh, which often presents us um, betting line challenges. Baltimore Orioles... Chicago Cubs uh, left-handed pitcher Cole Irving for Baltimore and for the Chicago Cubs it's Kyle Hendricks uh, no lines um, I've got a game we can start playing Dylan yeah. between now and next Saturday it is I think it's a, it's a, the it's a right time to start playing it which two pitches am I going to see next Saturday in London because if it's Kyle fucking Hendricks I will not be very happy Like he's haunted me for about three seasons. So if I roll up in London, having spent the amount of money that would have bought me a medium sized family car to go and watch some baseball and Kyle Hendricks trots out of the year, I'm not going to be thrilled. Like, I mean, I'll just be happy. I'll have a beer in my hand, Um, but I don't want to see Kyle Hendricks. So what? Seven days in a week. Yeah. Nine days away. Nine day countdown. Um, who am I likely to see next week Is the game? So, so someone in the chat, work it out for me. Get through that Chicago rotation and St. Louis and tell me who I'm going to see on the mound next Saturday in London. Dylan, you can handicap Baltimore at the Cubs for us.
1: Yeah, so I didn't see Kyle Hendricks going. I, I don't want you to go see Kyle Hendricks. That'd be awful. Um, imagine you see Hendricks versus Wainwright. Oh, my God. You just, <laughs> I think you got to just bet on the game strictly to fade both pitches at that point. But, uh, yeah, I mean, how I really want to take the Orioles here, but I don't know the line. Uh, Cole Irving, he hasn't been good though on the road. Uh, six runs, uh, against um Boston Red Sox. He did have a, he, he only went a, Faced one batter though on one of these starts on the road, so you can't really put too much into that. But uh, I'm really not in the business of backing Tyler Wells to be honest. Uh, I'm not in the business to back Cole, uh, Cole Irving or Kyle Hendricks to be honest. So, uh, depending on the number, uh, check in the weather. We do have 12 mile an hour winds blowing in, so it might see a lower scoring game. Maybe around if we could get an eight and a half, maybe I'll lean under, but uh, yeah, without any lines, it's kind of hard. But uh, you got to continue to back. Oldie, you got to continue to back Hayes. I, they're just swinging the bat really well. So that's kind of how I played this game.
0: I was going to go a little bit contrary here and take the Cubs with Hendricks. Um, Irving has really only had that one good start, and that was against the Royals. And I think we said yesterday, I think I could throw a quality start against the Royals, so I'm not reading too much into that. Um, The Cubs have won their last two, scoring 21 runs. They tend to do this. They're a a little bit streaky. I've got a streaky team I want to talk about later on as well, but the Cubs are up there. Um, Yeah, Hendricks can have a nibble around. So, yeah, just a little bit of a against the grain pick here. I'll take uh, the Cubs to get a a home win behind Kyle Hendricks. Um, Case has pointed out that um, I'll be watching the cards, so I'll be watching a bad team. Anyway, I tell him my friend, who was coming with me. That uh, we're going to see some of the best players in baseball on the who are playing for the Cardinals. Loads of talent in that locker room. Um, then also had to tell him that they're the worst team in the league. Um, mm-hmm. So it doesn't really match up. They have got loads of really good players, but they're the worst team in the league. It's uh, baseball's quite a unique sport for um, for being able that to do that. Uh, being Jordan able to Walker. do that to.
1: He's hitting Sorry? the ball well. Jordan Walker's hitting the ball well. Yeah, but you said you going to see.
0: Arenado and Goldschmidt and Tommy Edmund and people like that. And that's yeah, a really thing. Oh, that's good. Say, oh, by the way, the shit. So, how does that work? Like, weird. Did 705 Eastern. Sorry, yeah. go on. No, no, no. Go, go, go. Yeah, no. <laughs> 705 Eastern is the Miami Marlins at the Washington Nationals. Uh, this is a picture the uh, rogue has been pulled since I've been sitting here. Uh, Sandy Alcantara for Miami. And Washington was Trevor Williams. He's now TBD. Uh, but I'm still singing lines. Um, minus 180 on the Marlins with Alcantara and Washington plus 150 with Williams. Uh, Washington, did you see their manager
1: have a little uh, tantrum last night? That was funny. No, I didn't. I was too busy watching the Yankees steal home on the mat.
0: Well, it actually cost us, Dylan, because we've taken Washington as our dog. Um, oh, sorry, I've definitely taken Washington as my dog. Um, at plus 2.15 to beat Houston and they were uh, Houston scored the winning run the game was tied 4-4 um, four to four in the last inning and there was a I think it was either a little squibber or a dropped third strike and the Houston man went running off to first and the pitcher threw the ball and hit the Houston man on the head and the ball shot off into the outfield and they scored and won but the Houston runner was demonstrably out off the baseline um, and the Washington manager had his little um, picture, someone had printed him off an A4 picture <laughs> of the bloke running up the line. So he was at the press conference waving this thing around and then he threw it over his shoulder. Uh so yeah, I enjoyed that. That's with seeking out. Um Sandy Alcantara, two and five on the year with a four seventy-five ERE. Was much better last time. Um so the question is: can he back it up? Um, I think this is a good spot for him to back it up. Washington are on a bit of a down cycle as much as we've said they've been going okay. Uh, They've only won three of their last 14. He needs to limit his walks. That's key. I mean, that last start, seven innings, three hits, one earned run. And he has gone seven innings, two starts in a row as well. So Alcantara may be getting back to what we know he can do. Williams is fine. Um, He's got some average stats mixed with some below average stats. That's about all you can get. Miami are playing well. I I mean... Minus 180, though. I'd handicapped this before I saw the odds, so I can't throw out Miami at minus 180. It might be a Miami team total, or if you want to get exotic, Miami on the run line. So some variety of Miami, um, although the, the minus the 180 has made me bulk just a little bit, Dylan.
1: Yeah. Um, no team totals up yet. Minus 105 for the run line. Do you still like Marlins on the run line? Mm-hmm. Yeah, me either. Yeah. It's ugly. I had- yeah, it's ugly. I at least want to get plus price. This one was a tough one for me to actually handicap. I do think the Marlins should be the favorite, but I'm not I'm not laying 180. I'm not even laying minus one seventy with Sandy Alcantara. It's it's either I take a flyer on the Nationals or pass, to be honest. I think the total's kind of spot on. Um you know, I think Trevor Williams should go. I don't know if he got taken off since looking, but he has been better at home this season. He's seen the Marlins earlier in the year. He didn't have that bad of a game either on the road. Uh, they only lost 3-1. I know it's tough to take the Nationals. Like you said, they're kind of struggling at the moment, but it's probably their home. It's either the home puppy or pass for me. Sorry, I really didn't have a good feel on this game. Uh,
0: the good news is
1: the Oakland Athletics have tied it up, to Dylan. Oof,
0: nice. Bottom of the fifth. Back to three to three. The dog is live and barking again. Um Scotty Reichel is not going to make it, uh, the NFL podcast. Something's gone terribly wrong over there. Um, so it's making New Dylan which is no problem. Seven ten Eastern first pitch, the St. Louis Cardinals at the New York Mets. Um Miles Mikolas for the St Louis Cardinals and Tyler McGill goes for the Mets. It's a match on the books. It is minus one ten each of two. With a total of eight and a half. Um bit of a wild one for the Mets last night, Dylan. It was it was effectively the New York Yankees against Brandon Nimble.
1: Yeah, honestly. And it was a bad call. He he overran second and they called him out while going back to second, but he got in there safe. That, these refs or these dumps are just awful. But uh yeah, sneaked out a win in extra innings. So uh you know. Thankfully, uh, the Mets are back on the winning streak. And, you know, I love to bash the Mets every opportunity I get. But we know I actually like them in this spot. You know, Scott said earlier in the week, the Cardinals just invent ways to lose games. They lost uh, the other night in the ninth inning. At this point, I would need a much better uh place to take a shot with them. McGill, like we said earlier in the year, he's just better at home than on the road. He hasn't given up more than three runs at home this season. I just think this is a good spot for him. Like I said, Mets won in a dramatic uh, fashion last night. And like they, like I said earlier, they actually let someone steal home and still won. Those are the type of games the Mets typically lose. So, you know, we went on a winning streak in dramatic fashion a couple of weeks ago, winning in extras. Hopefully, we could build off this. So, I took the Mets at minus one hundred and five. I made them a minus one hundred and thirty favorite. Um,
0: totally agree with you. The the key point for me was uh, McGill's. Yeah, I saw his name on the slate, and I was like, oh no. Um, and then, actually, you have a little look, and he's really good at all. Uh, 303 ERA. Miles um, Michaelis was living dangerously. I kind of predicted the bad start. He was coming, and they got it. And, like you say, St. Louis uh, suck a little bit harder than the Mets. So, um, in a match, I'll take the Mets here at minus 110. 7-10 uh, Eastern first pitch. The New York Yankees at the Boston Red Sox. Uh, Domingo Haman for the Yankees. And Tanner Houck will go for Boston. Also, a match minus 105 each of two, with the total set at nine and a half. So can you split these two, Dylan?
1: Yeah, I don't want to back either side in this one. My lines did make the Red Sox a minus 110 favorite, but I kind of like the under much better. I grabbed a 10 earlier in the day, but my total came out to 8.6. So even a nine and a half, I like it. I think we see a much lower game. Uh, 10 just seems a little too high, even nine and a half. This Yankees offense is just still hurting without judging the lineup. And as much as we think, or yeah, think of Red Sox as an over team. If you look at their past 10 games, they've been playing in some really low scoring games, Three one, three two, four three. the under is seven and 10 in the Red Sox last 10 games. And for the Yankees, the under 7, 2, and 1 toward the under. You could also look towards their team total under. I know Scott's been profitable with that. But uh, I just think Tanner Hawk has pitched well uh, last week against the Yankees. Only allowed two runs. Yankees won that game 3-1. So I think we could see a similar type game. Uh, Domingo Herman has been pitching well. Nine and a half is just a little too high. So give me the under here. Um.
0: Dylan, we've been in lockstep a lot over the last week. Uh, 100% the same pick here, the under nine and a half. Uh, Herman has been great. Um, Tannehill, struggled a little bit, but I'm not even sure if he does struggle, whether the Yankees, as it stands, the form they're in and the players they have available, whether they're able to take advantage. Um, the, the first um, steal of home base of the season last night, IKF, in that, uh, in that game with the Mets uh, that was the first steal of home, I like that, that was fun but yeah, the, the total looks way too high, under nine and a half uh, will be my pick as well 7.20 Eastern first pitch the Colorado Rockies at the Atlanta Braves where Denelson LeMet gets the start for the Rockies and Jared Schuster, left-handed pitcher goes for the Braves um, plus Um, 2.15 for the Rockies Minus 260 for Atlanta and a total of nine and a half. Um, Danelson and Met, interesting um, figure. He's another one who's kind of been on my radar for a long time. As a fantasy player, there was a a lot of talk about him being a lights out star. I think he came to, was it the Dodgers? Dodgers all the Padres, might have been the Padres actually. Um, And... Everyone knew he had a load of good stuff. He had a lot of strikeout probability. Um, never really happened. Then he kept getting injured. And then they moved him to work. They said he was going to be a closer. And in the off-season, then everyone was picking him as the dark horse to pick up a load of saves. That ne- ne- never really happened either. Um, and now for the for the Rockies this year, he's he's transformed. Oh, he's bounced around between the pen. And uh, he started his last two appearances. He's he's 1-3 with a 10-38 ERA, um, which, yeah, the number kind of tells its own story. Two starts, uh, he managed three innings twice. Sorry, three starts. He managed three innings twice and then a five inning start. None of them have been great. Um, There's a lot of potential there, but unfortunately, I think that's where it's going to stay. However, you can't pick... Schuster at minus 260. For the seventh or eighth time this week, we found a rookie pitcher who hasn't been great at a really, really prohibitive price. Um, so you can't... Pitch um, pitches the same every week as well, five innings, two or three in runs. Um, so I think if Schuster gives you the same line, um, you'll get a decent contribution off Lumet as well. And um, The first five over looks way the safest play, Dylan.
1: Yeah, I was actually surprised I was able to get even money on the Braves' run line early in the day. I took that immediately. Uh, It's at minus 125 right now. I still like it, but I kind of like the team total over for the Braves at this point. I think you're just getting better odds. I'm just not a fan of uh, Delson Lamette. Love the name, though. Denson Lamette just rolls off the tongue. But on the road, I just don't trust him at all. I think the Braves are going to get to him early and often. I do like the first five over. You know, we made money on the Rockies during the week, cashing three days in a row with them. Uh, let's not get spoiled. I don't know if this is just one of those spots. Uh, Jared Susser, you know, yeah, he's kind of got roughed off in uh earlier in the season but I feel like he's kind of settled in just a little Braves are a much better team uh, let's not overthink this I think they score a run so I'll take the team total for the Braves over
0: uh, the Braves are hitting 295 off lefties as well um, although it's not <laughs> Lebet, it's a lefty is it it's just like, what am I talking about yeah <laughs> yeah, ignore that I mean it's an interesting start however uh, yeah. Nelson Lebet's right handed so yeah, feel free to go ahead and ignore that we, uh, we'll crack on 8.05 Eastern first pitch between those Canadians, those pesky Canadians, Randy, uh, the Toronto Blue Jays and the Texas Rangers. Again, all changed since I handicapped this. I had Borden Francis going for the Blue Jays and I priced it up and they were um, minus 140. I thought he was making Francis uh, Borden Francis a minus 140 favourite. Turns out it's Kevin Gorsman now going for the Blue Jays and Martin Perez, left-handed pitcher, will go for the Texas Rangers. Minus 140 with Gorsman it is. Plus 120 on Texas. Total set at eight and a half. Dylan, interesting game. This, I think, I know what you're going to pick.
1: Uh, I, I don't know. I kind of like the over here, actually. Uh, eight and a half with just these two starters on the mound, Martin Perez and uh, Kevin Gossman, who I haven't been high on Kevin Gossman since the last couple of starts. I just think he's given up way too much hard contact. I made my total 9.8, so I think we see some runs in this game. The Rangers have gone over this number in five straight games. They've just been in shootouts. Uh, Blue Jays on the road this season 21 15 and one towards the over we got two top five offenses who have just been crushing the ball so at this number I slightly lean towards the Rangers at home just because I don't I'm not a big believer in the Blue Jays uh, right now but I, I like the total a little more so I'm gonna go over and then I lean with the home team how about you oh yeah I thought you'd pick Texas Um I thought Texas would be your pick um
0: I do, yeah, Goldsmith's been great. He's been great, but he just may be a little bit nervous. He he didn't start great um, last time out. And I just mentioned at the top of the show, the reasons why it's a struggle sometimes to take the Blue Jays. Um, You add to that, um, Perez has been great. uh, Texas has been great. And plus 120, um, they did, uh, they were on a a three-game losing streak, Texas, which they managed to, uh, to snap that one and Blue Jays have been in better form. They've won 13 of 21. But just uh, a good pitcher at home on a good team. Plus 120 uh, seems a little bit too um, a bit too big for me to take. Uh, yeah, Captain Zeno has turned up.
1: Uh, Sorry, I was just going to say, there's no way Kevin Gossman should be minus 140 favourite, especially on the road, you know, against one of the best teams in the league. So at plus 125, I agree. I think you just got to throw a little flyer on the Rangers. But yeah, he was disrespecting your tub. Yeah, well,
0: yeah, good evening, Captain. Um, No, you couldn't be more on, Captain. Um, We built an extension on the side of the house um, with a new bathroom and I had no nothing to do with it i had no input i had no interest um i had absolutely nothing to do with it i paid for it um but that was it <laughs> the one stipulation i had was i wanted a massive bath as you know i spend 40 percent of my adult life in the bath i'm a part manatee like um and it's, it's gigantic captain i can go full length i can go head to toe without touching the end and you can get right good arms wide on there mate you could get a three or four of us in there, no problem, like, uh, if you want to come and watch a World Series game. So, yeah, might have just been the uh, angle of the photo you were looking at. You've got to be careful with the angles if you're taking bath photos. Um, But, no, you did the baths, obviously. I saw
1: Munaf um, on Twitter was jealous. You Munaf hates it.
0: It really <laughs> agitates Munaf for some reason. That's the reason I do it. The reason I do it is to get a uh, rise out of Munaf. He's got, like, a spicy sense. He can he can track down my bath pics all over the place. Um in the Fantasy League, I know everyone's pining for updates. I'm leading six to three. Oh, shit, Munaf's here. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, Kira, just when you think it's safe to get back in the water, to coin a famous phrase, Munaf, he's a big brother, isn't he? Elon Musk. He's the Elon Musk of the MLB gambling podcast, just loitering around. Um, what are we talking about? Oh, fantasy. Oh, Munaf likes it when you talk about fantasy as well. Um, yeah, I'm leading six to three, but it's pretty tight, Captain, and I'm not sure my bats can sustain that lead. Um, it's I think it's going to finish tight uh, over the weekend. Moonaf, um, why are you on the show anyway? Le- leaving me and uh, leaving me and Dylan to struggle along here. Come and tap in, Moonaf. Give us your thoughts. Um, 8-10 Eastern first pitch is the Cincinnati Reds at the Houston Astros, uh, where we have Andrew Abbott pitches for the Reds, and it is JP France. Officially TBD, you know the one that's moved. Um, but I've got JP France going for the Astros. Minus 190 on Houston, plus 160 with Abbott and the Reds. With the total set at nine, um, the minute I saw these lines, and this was the one game we talked about before we started, Dylan, we both just said, oh, shit, love the Reds. Um, Andrew Abbott uh, started his MLB career really, really strong. Only two games, obviously. Uh, short sample, 11 and two thirds, pitched in those two, scoreless. Uh, one hit against the Brewers, five hits against the Cards, walked a few too many, did keep the ball in the yard, which is fine. Um, and Cincinnati won both of those games. Um, J.P. France, uh, Cincinnati also on a five-game winning streak. Um, J.P. France has been okay, Um but I think you just have to give Cincinnati and Abbott a chance here. I'm going to give them a chance on the first five. Maybe if if Houston hang around, the bats might get going later on and they can put the reds to the sword. So, yeah, I'm going to give uh, Cincinnati and Abbott a chance. First five money line for me, Dylan.
1: Yeah, I kind of like the under in this game. I grabbed a nine, uh, minus 115. I made my total 8.1. I kind of like JP France. I don't think he's that bad, to be honest. He can get in trouble some games, but for the most part, I think he is backable. And like you mentioned, Andrew Abbott has been solid in his first two start starts. Hasn't allowed a run in 11 innings of work. I do think both pitchers will be fine in this spot. Uh, both teams aren't really ripping the ball off either. And to be honest, if we could get five more cents, because I did make the uh, Astros a minus 165, if we could get a plus 165 with the Reds, I think they're live as well. They've won five in a row, like you mentioned. They're playing some good baseball too. But for the show, I'll, I'll dive under. But I do agree. I do think the Reds are live.
0: i have looking forward to the Reds v. Diamondbacks uh, NLCS, yes, which is a bold call. Uh, but I'll tell you what, um, they're both doing really well. And one of the reasons why we love baseball is with all these uh, shenanigans. Nobody knows shit. Is that man the uh the consig loves to say? Yeah, there you go, quote the consig. Um I'll tell you what I like doing when I get out of the bath. I put my bird dog shorts on Dylan. Mm. Uh, there's a segue. Um uh, stretch shorts, help me look slimmer, like I need it, uh and a truly sculpted look. Uh beautiful fit, better than regular shorts. Uh stiff, restricting cotton. Uh Bird Dog also uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Just the thing uh, for the summer months ahead. Uh, the thing to do in this situation, people, is go to uh, birddog.com forward slash pool. Enter the promo code pool for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash pool for a free Yeti style tumbler. Uh, and you won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you that. Next is A. Tennyson between the LA Angels and the Kansas City Royals. Left-handed pitcher Patrick Sandoval for the Angels and Brady Singer goes for Kansas City. Minus 155 for the Angels, plus 135 on the Royals. Um, total nine and a half. So, uh, Patrick Sandoval, three and six, 452 ERA. Um, not being great, he's 607 ERA in his last five and his whip. Is absolutely through the roof. Um Ohtani for the Angels, he's an incredible for the one opposite field, just sort of left centre, um, about eight hundred feet last night. Uh Brady Singer, Brady Singer's four and five, right? I have no idea where those four wins have come from. Um, absolutely, but he's stolen them, he's borrowed them off somebody, because they can't be his. I mean, Kansas City you never win, and he never wins. So, yeah, four and five, remarkably, with a six fifty eight ERA. Um, The good starts are very, very few and far between. Um, Kansas City also have lost two of their best bats here. Uh, Vinny Pasquantino is finished uh, for the season he's done. Um, And Sal Perez is not finished for the season, but he's finished for a few nights. Um, And that is an awful lot of what Kansas City are capable of. Um, they're on a nine-game losing streak. Um, it's not a fancy price. Well, I gave it out as minus 155. If you shop around somewhere, I'm sure we can get the unit and a half play at minus 150 on the Angels, but I can't see an alternative, to it.
1: Yeah, I'm actually going to go on the under, uh, under nine okay. and a half in this one. Uh, I made my total 9.1. We also have winds blowing in from center field. So I think we should see a bounce-back start from Singer, who – I know he he's borrowed those wins, but he hasn't been terrible at home this season. He just doesn't get the run support when he starts and If you look at his last seven starts, six of those seven games went under the number, so we're seeing low low scoring games when he is pitching at home. I can't lay minus one sixty five minus one seventy with Sandoval on the mound he's just he's a complete fade as well uh Angels are playing well. I do think we'll see some runs from the Angels I may a team total over, but I'm going to go under nine and a half just seems a little too much for me. So I'm going to go under. Okie doke. Uh, Questionable bets has joined us
0: uh, in the chat. He's our QB one. Good evening, sir. How are you doing? 810 Eastern first pitch. The Detroit Tigers at the Minnesota twins, Detroit officially TBD. This is one of the games that's off the board. Uh, Detroit officially TBD. I've got Joey Wentz going Uh, Minnesota with Joe Ryan. Um, and that's
1: about as much as I can tell you. Um, Dylan, did you have much on this one? No, to be honest, I didn't have anyone for Detroit. I, I had Joe Ryan for the twins, but uh, I, I didn't even know Joey Wentz was starting. So I have less than you.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. Um, Joey Wentz. I've just written no <laughs> next to his name. <laughs> yeah. No, especially on the road. is my handicap with that. Sorry, Joey. you listener. Um and, and Joe Ryan's been absolutely great. It was a, if those pitches are going, it was a Minnesota team total for me. Uh, Carlos Correa is going along OK. Six game hit the streak. Um, hit the walk-off last night for them. I think that was the Twins' fifth walk-off of the season. Uh, so they're pretty clutch, the Twins, because they don't run away with games. But, um, yeah, team total for that, but not an awful lot. Um, to add, TBDBJ has given us a nice pick, which is um, Joe Ryan to record the win. Um, and and sewing out that um, Scott, this is Scott Alexander, Uh, might be the pitcher for the Tigers. So, uh, literally, um, the waters just get muddier the more we look into it. So, we'll move on to... Oh, holy shit. Oh, well, 8-10 Eastern first pitch. The Pittsburgh Pirates at the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, Rich Hill, left-handed pitcher, will go for the Pirates. Uh, Julio Teran will go for the Brewers. No lines on this. What's happened here is... I've handicapped Mitch Keller this afternoon. We started the show and there was no picture listed. We're 35 minutes into the show and Dick mountains turned up in his spot. Uh, So no idea what's happened there. No lines. Um, Again, Dylan, give us, I mean, did you see Mitchell at all?
1: No, I didn't. I'm handicapped Mitch Keller. So just, I'm going to throw my notes away. Um, I mean how can you really back the the Brewers at this point to be honest? Six something's not right with this team. They can't hit. They've lost six in a row. They got swept. I just can't back them even with Tirana at home. I think the Pirates are alive here. You got to imagine they'll open up, maybe a short dog, pretty sizable dog with the Brewers being home, but uh I'm going to look if I could get like a +115, plus +120, plus I- I'll probably take a stab with the Pirates. I-, I I can't back the Brewers right now. Yeah, you're right. Um
0: so, so I handicapped um, Rich Hill for Wednesday's games. Um, then they pulled a pitch and change, and uh, Johan Oviedo was supposedly going.
1: The past three days, um, the Pirates have switched up the. Uh, we've had we well, haven't had lines for the Pirates games in the last three shows. Yeah, well, Rich Hill's been pushed back.
0: Obviously, off his regular rest from Wednesday to Thursday to Friday, so I don't really know what to do about any of that. Pittsburgh with the team I was talking about earlier on. They were really streaky. Um, they've won... Uh, sh- sorry, they've, they've lost five of the last seven, having won six in a row before that. Um, so you tend to, it's either feast or famine with the Pirates. They're not winning one, losing one. So you may be better off just backing them to do what they did the day before. Uh, might be worth going. Uh, Julio Turan has been absolutely brilliant. I'm still waiting for him to blow up. I think I said this last week. I've said this regularly. Um, so maybe tomorrow's the day. Yes, it is going to happen. Maybe tomorrow's the day. I'll take Pittsburgh. Most of the chap uh, wants to be on Pittsburgh. TBDBJ really wants to be on Pittsburgh um, and do things to uh, Rich Hill as well. So yeah, I'll take Pittsburgh again because you can't take the Brewers. It's a, it's a lack of alternative. Still, in nine forty Eastern first pictures, the Cleveland Guardians at the Arizona Diamondbacks. Excuse me. Cleveland have Tristan McKenzie taking the ball and Zach Allen will go for Arizona. Uh, Minus 140. The Snakes at home. The Guardians with McKenzie are plus 120 and a total of eight. And Tristan McKenzie is 0-1, 450 ERA. Um, This will be his second game back from the IL. Um, He struggled at Houston um, last time. So as much as we like him... um, I do need to see it um, be- before I'll start putting any money on me. especially with his Guardians team. It's a real struggle. You have to get the Guardians in a, everything, all pieces of the jigsaw together spots to want to back them. So with McKenzie going, this isn't one of those situations. Um, Tewill Gallon's last five starts have been relatively poor. Um, and the Diamondbacks have only won two of his last five starts. So he's 7-2 on the year, has a 3-0-9. Era. However, the key stat in this one is a 0-96 home ERA, um, which plays I think against Cleveland. So even if McKenzie goes really well, which is entirely possible, Arizona still win this something like five to two, something along those lines. So I'll take Arizona on the run line here. I think they'll uh, they'll they'll have enough in them to uh, win it comfortably.
1: Yeah, plus one fifty five. I like that. Um, Ooh, I'm going to be on the money. Yeah, I'm going to be on the money line for the D-backs. I got it at a minus 120. Uh, I see minus 140. That's probably my limit, but I did make them a minus 175 favorite with Gallant on the mound. He's just been lights out at home, like you mentioned. He hasn't given up more than two runs in any of his starts at home this season, and now he gets a guardian team who they just had major problems scoring the ball. So they just laid a goose egg last night against the Padres. I think this is a bad spot for them. I, I also want to see, like you said, I want to see a little more out of McKenzie before I start backing him. He's had one poor start. He's had one solid start. So a little inconsistency there. So Diamondbacks, they could hit the ball. This is just a good test for him. Uh, I, I got to continue to back Allen at home. So I agree with you on the run line if you want to get a little nice plus price. But uh, I'm going to take him on the money line.
0: And the Phillies and the Diamondbacks are trying their best to not let us win that bet, Dylan. It was, uh, no. it was five to four when we started the show um, in the top of the fourth. It is still five to four in the bottom of the seventh. Killing uh, us. Uh, yeah, top seven. It's Tampa Bay three, Auckland three. So we're still live. The big dog is still live and kicking for Auckland. Uh, let's go to A. Let's go to Tampa. 9.40 Eastern. Tampa Bay Rays and the San Diego Padres. Left-handed pitcher Shane McClanahan for Tampa Bay, and you Darvish goes for San Diego. Uh, We handicapped you Darvish last night again. Um, More pitching silliness. The Rays are minus one fifteen, and the Padres are minus one o five. With a total of
1: seven and a half um, pitching matchup of the night. Dylan, what do you think? Yeah, it's insane to me how this game opened up a pick of minus 110 both ways. I don't know. I I personally don't think these two teams are close at all, even with Darvis pitching – how good he has been at home. I made the Rays a minus 125 favorite. I just have a hard time believing the Padres are gonna be able to do something different that the other teams couldn't do when they face McClanahan. So I don't know. I think he'll be able to shut down the Padres. And hopefully we saw the bats wake up for the Rays a little bit uh yesterday and today, kind of. So I feel like they should win this game. I agree. I uh I kind of like the under as well. I set my total at 6.7, so I kind of like the under. I think we'll see a lower scoring game. But I got to be on the raised money line in this spot,
0: and um, we've got a nerfy site in here. Cason's putting up the nerfy, um, is a possibility for that one. Um, so yeah, difficult Derbyshire at home, um, has been okay. And commented last night that we think, I think, um, the San Diego Padres bats are breaking out. We mentioned Tatis. Uh, last night his numbers and Gary Sanchez which made me giggle um, so they have won five of the last six as well so yeah I think uh, I think the, the Padres are live in this spot I don't like the fade McClanahan but um, he had a, did he have a bad start last time I think McClanahan not great so yeah I'm happy to say the Padres yeah I think I think the Padres are going to be worth a follow uh, over the next two or three weeks so They could be just, just a blind follow uh, might pick you up some money uh, on San Diego. 940 Eastern first pitch is the Philadelphia Phillies at the Oakland Athletics, where Taiwan Walker draws the start for Philadelphia. Left handed pitcher JPCS goes for Oakland. We have lines of minus 150 on the Phillies, plus 130 on Oakland, and the total set at eight and a half. Um, I think this was really all about. Um Taiwan Walker split still in, in his in his poor road form.
1: Oh yeah. No, I thought I thought you were just Oh making, sorry, uh, you- I, yeah, I agree. I think he has been bad uh on the road, but um you know, he has put together back to back starts. Uh like I said, I know he struggles on the road, but I-, I think what it came down for me in this game, I just trust the bats more for the Phillies in this situation they're averaging 6.7 6.8 runs they just scored five in this game today so I, I they have a strong offense i don't even if they can't get to jp uh jp sears who who's been pretty good I, actually this past few starts i think they'll get to their bullpen you know we finally saw the a's winning streak come to an end last night and I just, I, sadly, I think it's going to continue here against the Phillies. I got them at a minus 145, maybe one of those unit and a half plays that you like. But I don't know. I think we're getting a good number with the better team. I made the Phillies a minus 170 favorite. So that's kind of how I played this game.
0: Yeah, you're right about the Philly bats. They um, they're about scored the opposition 66 to 41 in their last 11 games where they've been going along okay. Um, but yeah, Walker's road form does concern me. And JPC is man, going back... Five or six weeks we were giving him a little bit of stick as we were with everything uh, to do with Auckland which has turned around a little bit and um, he's pitched 26 and two thirds um, given up seven earned runs um, only three homers he's he walked five in one start other than that he walked two in the other four starts so there's um, loads of positive stuff here from JPC's I want to say Auckland again um, plus one third is a bit on the skinny side that might be my limit Um Again, they're rolling along tonight. Tied game with the best team in baseball um, in the bottom of the seventh there. So uh, more than competitive recently. Plus 130 at home behind a good start of JPCs. Uh, I think plus 130 is a, is a reasonable price. The penultimate game uh, on the show this evening is a 10-10 Eastern first pitch between the San Francisco Giants and the LA Dodgers, uh, where we have John Brebia going for the Giants. The Dodgers pitchers TBD. We have no lines. This was a right shambles. So I've handicapped Sean Manaya uh, before the show, just as we saw the show. Brebi has turned up. However, I don't think that makes a big difference because I've had part of my handicap was that Minaya has been a piggyback starter. He's been following an opener, going four innings, and been doing really well. I said in April that Minaya should go to the pen. Um, I don't see many sensible things, but this has worked out. Um, his one bad appearance was in Colorado, which is absolutely fine. Looks like that's going to happen again. is going to go for an inning, maybe two if he's doing okay before Manaya follows him along. Um, TBD on the Dodgers, but I've got, uh, I think it's going to be Bobby Miller. Um, and he's been absolutely amazing uh, in his four games started. Uh, point of note is that Mitch Hanig has got to the IL. I think he broke his arm. He got hit by a yeah. pitch and broke his arm. Uh, Jonathan VR's replaced him. I think Bobby Miller, there's got to be a bad start somewhere. We take it all the time with rookies, they're going along fine, and then snap, it happens. And I'm calling it, it's tomorrow. The Dodgers have only won three of their last 10 games. The Giants have been really good. Um, I think the Giants will be a lovely price here, Um, possibly uh, dog material. Um, I'll take the Giants um, to turn over the Dodgers to them.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think the Giants are alive here. Like you mentioned, they've won three in a row. Um, I actually thought it was might be Alex Wood for the Giants, but uh, Bobby Miller, I agree. I I don't think I just don't think he'll be able to be backable at as, as a certain point, especially tomorrow. Um, we got winds blowing. Out. I think we'll see a lot of runs in the game, so maybe it look towards an over. Uh, both teams are hitting the ball. Dodgers' bullpen is just whew, it's, it's bad this season. So, uh, yeah, I don't want to back the Dodgers. I expect them to be a big favorite at home. If you get a plus 150, plus 155, I think that's a lovely price for the Giants.
0: Uh, there's some there's some chat going on here. Is, someone scored a run somewhere. Is, is Corbin Carroll actually scored a run in that game? I don't no. know if my page is... It's still
1: bottom 7-5-4, is that correct? It's 5-4. I'm watching the game right now. Oh, you've know. got it
0: on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe I think the the... The, the chat's just trying to speak it into existence then, is what's going on there. I uh, like your number seven on the craps table. Don't say it, Dylan, you make it happen. 10-10 Eastern first pitches the Chicago White Sox at the Seattle Mariners. Uh, Michael Kopech for the White Sox. And we have Brian Wu uh, will go for Seattle. Plus 110 on the Sox, minus 130 on the Mariners. Total of eight. Um, I struggle to see where this minus 130 price
1: came from behind Brian Wood, Dylan. What do you think? Yeah, tough game to make a selection. I probably won't have any action on it, but I do lean over and with the, dot, with the White Sox, actually, I only made the Mariners a minus 115 favorite. I don't understand this price at all. I, I don't think the White Sox and Mariners are too far apart. Maybe besides bullpen, but that's about it. You know, Kopex, he hasn't been terrible at all. He's put together a few solid outings this whole month, the whole past month. Uh, I don't think Wu in his third start and his first start at home should be the favorite, to be honest, but that's just my opinion. I do think the White Sox have the better bats in this situation, and I think they sneak out a win. So at plus price, it's either going to be dog or pass for me. Yeah, I agree with
0: you. Two very similar teams. Um, One of the Futures Fridays we did recently, I kind of tried to make a case for Seattle, and they're just not doing it. Um, These teams... Like the Cardinals, who are struggling, the Mets are struggling, you're expecting better and they're not doing it. The Padres are the one team who was struggling, who look like they can pull out of it, but Seattle don't. And I think we're getting the better picture. In fact, I'm certain we're getting the better picture. Um, Brian, who's made two appearances, two innings um, at Texas, where we gave up six earned runs, and then four and two thirds at the Angels, where we gave up uh, two earned runs. Um, I think Colbeck and Oldham plus 110, plus money uh, for the White Sox to me. Um, I'm not a huge fan of picking the white Sox generally but in this situation more than happy to um and I think uh ladies and gentlemen boys and girls we've got through it uh, as per usual uh, me and Dylan uh, shave a few minutes off uh, rapid fire handicapping here Dylan uh, do you have a lock and a dog for us um I've got loads of dogs you got go no first. you go you go well, first. I, can't, I can't narrow it down. I've yeah, got dogs. Here, to be yeah, it's a dog pound in here. Um, I don't know what to do. Okay. I'll tell you what. So what yeah, the dogs, down. my options for dogs are Cincinnati, uh, plus 160, Texas, plus 120. And the one that I've written down, uh, San Francisco as well. I don't know what price they'll be, but they'll definitely be a dog. Um, the one I've written down is Arizona on the run line at plus 155, which is gallon against McKenzie. Yeah. Um, so yeah, four got four options there. I don't know. I've I, I just nailed me lock actually. Just so my, my eyes rested upon it, and it jumped off the page. So yeah, I'm absolutely. I'm in. Um, do you want me to give me a lockout while you choose?
1: <sighs> yeah, please. I'm having trouble right now. God, <laughs> um, it's the total
0: in the Yankees Red Sox game. Nine and a half is too high. Um, Domingo Man's been great. Um, Hauke has been struggling. But I am not sure that New York can take advantage. Certainly not uh, for any really big numbers. So I'm happy to take the under nine and a half um, in the Yankees at Red Sox game. Please, come
1: on, Dylan, you can do it. I, I, honestly, I wrote down like four or five locks. So I'll, I'll just read off what I what I parlay really them like. all. Yeah. Well, uh, we got a parlay live uh, <laughs> for tonight's though, but uh, I. I Call me crazy, but I actually really like the Mets tomorrow. Um, that'll be one of my locks. I'm, I know it's, I'm pushing borders. No, I'm, all right.
0: I'm, I'm with you, Dylan. Absolutely with
1: you. I 100% agree on the under. I got a 10, nine and a half. I still like. I think we'll see a lower scoring game. I really like that as well. And I also really like the um the Diamondbacks as well. So those are kind of like my three most confident plays for tomorrow. As for my dog. I'm gonna take the Rays on the run line, plus one fifty five, plus one sixty against the Padres. I I just I'm not as confident and a believer in the Padres as Malcolm is, and I think McClanahan. I'm not in the business to fade McClanahan, so I I think he'll be all right. And I think the Rays bats they they hit Darvish a little bit, so I'm gonna take the Rays on the run line at a big juicy price for my dog. Oh,
0: you dog! Some breaking news I've just put in the chat box there. Bottom seven. Tampa Bay three, Oakland three, Oakland, bases loaded, no out Dylan. Um, if God, if we stayed online for another five minutes, we might get the uh, we might get the go-ahead run over the plate. Um yeah, I'm all right. I, the metal went tomorrow. I think they'd be absolutely fine. Um so yeah. But, yeah, that was fun. We uh the c- circumstances did not make that easy for us still in. There was a few things. Um pitching changes all over the place. Uh, but I think we've uh, we've put together Sure, you're seeing the board really well, which is good. I've had an up and down week. Um, there's certain teams I'm struggling with, certain pitches I'm struggling with, and then certain games I'm just happy and confident and going along quite nicely. Um, but enjoying it all the same. And now, really, I'm getting excited about next weekend, London. Kind of countdown, it just dawned on me today that um, tomorrow is Friday and I'll be I'll be traveling down next Friday, so one week, um, until I uh, until I How get far in the. Is it um, it is bright at the other end of the country however it's a very small country i say that and you that would be like a four day trip for you it's about five hours mate Oh, that's um, nothing well it's it's all of our country <laughs> that's as far as you can go i live at the top london's at the bottom um so yeah it's uh it, it, it's five hour drive which isn't ideal but i'm gonna yeah friday night i found a little um there's uh, quite a lot of the nighthawks going down uh, there's probably maybe twelve or fifteen going down in total. Um, so on Friday night, there's a we're staying in Hackney, which is sort of in a city, um, in a city, urban London. There's a do do you have box parks in America at all? I these have kinda, no
1: idea what that
0: is. A Box park, it's like it's old shipping containers. So these big metal shipping containers, and they just stack a load of them together and turn them into little bars and sort of food huts and stuff like that. That's cool. Um, so there'll be music blasting out of him. You'll be able to get some tacos. You'll be able to do all sorts, get some cocktails, shit like that. So I think we're doing a box park uh, with a few DJs on Friday night. Um, and then Saturday, you've got the option of going to watch. There's the home run derby, the stuff in Trafalgar Square, and they've um, got batting cages and, and all sorts of things lined up, as well as the like the commercial aspect will be the stores and, and things like that. So... Um, you've got the option to go down to watch bat and practice. I think the doors open three hours before face pitch. So I'll have to decide on the Saturday just how hungover I am and uh, how much time I want to spend in the stadium. But the game doesn't start till about 6 p.m. So I've got all day to sort myself out.
1: That's great. You're, so like yeah. a, you're living like a 27-year-old body. Yeah, you know, I know. Thanks, I love it. Yeah,
0: I realise I've just said the word DJs and I'm a 47-year-old man. I'm a fucking uh, embarrassment. I'm like, I uh, love it though. Michael Scott, I've got there. That, yeah, that was a bit of a Michael Scott moment, but uh, yeah, we'll leave that. The Athletics have now had two outs um, and haven't managed to squeeze a run over, so that's disappointing. Right, okay, let's get off the show. Uh, we'll go and watch Corbin Carroll hit a home run on one screen, and we we'll watch the Athletics take this game down on the other. And um, thanks everyone. Uh, what a whole load of fun that was. Um, and Casey in the Midwest box box definitely. It's probably Dylan, just you, because you've never heard of anything that I ask you on this show. Uh, so probably, you can chalk that one up. <laughs> it's almost certainly, Dylan. Um, thanks, everyone. That was a load of fun. Um, Future's Friday tomorrow. has nothing to do with me because I'm working. Uh, but some of the people will be here. Uh, so get involved with that. Good luck with your bets. Uh, we've got winners tonight. I can feel it. Um, and until then, we'll see you down the road. Cheers.